Hey everybody, it's Alex. So this episode was originally supposed to be part of another episode where we talked about news, what we were playing, and then Kingdom Hearts 3. But we ended up talking about Kingdom Hearts for so long that we decided it should just be its own separate episode. So this episode is just the Kingdom Hearts talk, and you can find the News of the Week style discussion on its own in the feed. Okay, enough disclaimers. Enjoy. Hello friends, and welcome to Brotherly Love Gaming, the show where two brothers talk about the past, present, and future of our lives in gaming. I'm Alex, and here with me today, in the flesh, no less, is my brother Spence. What's up, guys? How's it going? It's it's going. It's going? Yeah. Kingdom Hearts. It's time to talk about Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm not, I don't know <laughs> if I'm ready for this. <laughs> so, <coughs> excuse me, I'm dying over here. So, this conversation was inspired by me getting caught up on the story to Kingdom Hearts Union Cross, which is the mobile game. And spoilers for all of that. Just spoilers, spoilers everywhere. You know, we don't know the plot of anything in Kingdom Hearts 3. I've actually been avoiding trailers I didn't, for it. Yeah, I, I, since the first I got one. an ad um, for it on yeah. YouTube, and I was like, no! I, I haven't even listened to the new theme song. Uh, Ooh, I, 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 I downloaded I uh, I started watching today. Tim Rogers did a video about... Um, about fans not needing to read or watch reviews of the game uh basically his argument being like if you liked kingdom hearts 2 if you're already excited for kingdom hearts 3 there is very little chance that you're not going to like kingdom hearts 3 um he's like the the people that make the kingdom hearts games are very good at making kingdom hearts games (laughs) you know they know what they're doing um you don't need to have tim rogers basically um validate your opinion now some of that just i guess for extra context um, comes from the fact that he was living in Japan at the time that Kingdom Hearts 2 came out. So he wrote what he believes is the first English language review of Kingdom Hearts 2. And at the time, he just decided to, like as a gag, just because he wanted to, just tore the game to shreds. And he said his blog, which was not very big at the time, got like 4 million hits on that page, got 6,000 comments. Wow. People went after him, basically. And he said he felt bad about it because he didn't need to do that. And he just wanted the attention uh, but anyway um, I love Tim Rogers that's I'm not trying to make fun of him uh, my point being that I was watching that video and he used trailer he used footage from trailers that I hadn't seen so I just had to like minimize the video and just listen to his his dialogue his speech instead because I was like I don't want to see images from this game yet I just want to be I just want to experience it um, so so I don't know what's going on with that so maybe some of this stuff has been hinted at in trailers or anything like that um, but I caught myself back up on everything. I had not played Union Cross. And I just, I can't wrap my head around how I uh, I tweeted the other day. I'm really proud of this tweet, actually. Because um, <laughs> <then laughs> I, I did not mean to make this joke when I made it, but it actually is really perfect. I was like, Union Cross is basically Schrodinger's Keyblade because it is both uh, completely essential, but also completely skippable. Until we open the box. And that's an accidental joke because a key plot point to Union Cross is a fucking black box <laughs> that nobody knows what is in it. <laughs> and in Kingdom Hearts 3, Maleficent is apparently looking for it. So we don't know how important the story to Union Cross is. Is basically. it like a big black it is, box? Yeah. Or? No, it's like it's more like a trunk, really. Everyone okay. calls it the black box, but so the character who... Like, when you first sent me this over text, I'm not going to lie, I thought oh like a God. little toolbox. No, But then, no. like, now that I'm thinking about it... Like, like it size could be of like, this table... I was going to say, it could be like like one of the like strongest keyblades in, in well, existence. Well, that's the thing. One of the theories is that the, the keyblade, 
spelled X-Blade, right. the original Keyblade from which all others are just a copy, uh, is in, this is box. in the box. Um, I don't know how I feel about that theory because... Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> thing. This is what. So I also. This is part of why I actually sort of hate every like recap video I've seen people do of the series because they start with this stuff, and they're like, so you know, in the beginning, the the world was made of light, and then there was the Keyblade War. I'm like, no, you can't start with that because it doesn't make sense Until... unless you know the story of Sora and the Keyblade and where we are currently. So. Assuming you know that. So Sora got the Keyblade, defeated Ansem, comes, goes to the Castle of Oblivion, defeats Marluxia, who comes into this story unbelievably. Kingdom goes into sleep for a year. Kingdom Hearts 2 happens. <coughs> At the same time, Roxas is doing his thing. Um, excuse me on my phone. Um, Roxas is doing his thing in the background. Kingdom Hearts 2 happens. Defeats Xemnas. Kingdom Hearts Coded happens, which ties into this, where Jimmy digitizes his journal. Uh, you find out stuff. Um, and then, I think, at that point is when you go, oh, but wait, ten years ago, let me tell you the story of the three characters that I mentioned at the end of Kingdom Hearts Coded. Because they come up at the end where Nominee is like, oh yeah, also, while I was digging around Sora's memories, um, I found out that... Uh, like tied to his heart are these people named uh, Ventus, Terra, and Aqua. Like, what's up with them? And Mickey's just like, oh, shh, nah, I remember <laughs> those guys. Whoa, 10 years ago, man. Like, what is up with that? Uh, so then you jump back 10 years into the past. You find out what happened with Ventus, Terra, and Aqua. You know, Ventus originally was Master Xehanort's apprentice. Yep. And uh, he was supposed to be... This is uh, <laughs> supposed to be. He was being groomed to become Master Xehanort's new vessel, because Master Xehanort's whole thing is that he wants to get into the real Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. And to get into the real Kingdom Hearts, you need the Keyblade. I should have made notes for this because I'm sort of rambling. But. And then, he's a bad vessel. He decides to make Terra his vessel. Aqua tries to stop them. They lose. Ventus loses his heart. His heart goes into Sora. Which explains how, which explains both why Roxas looks like Ventus, because technically he is Ventus. <coughs> He's like Sora's nobody, but like with Ventus's heart, because reasons. Um, and also explains why Sora and Roxas are able to wield two keyblades because they have Ventus's heart inside of them. Um, which will be interesting if in Kingdom Hearts three does Sora lose the ability to wield two keyblades? Does Ventus get his heart back? Presumably that's going to be an important thing because Xemnas. Uh, you find out that the reason why they were in Castle Oblivion is because Ventus is his body is hidden somewhere in Castle Oblivion, and Xemnas wants to get his body back, um, so they can use him as a vessel for Master Xehanort. And I haven't even gotten a Union Cross yet. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, all of that makes sense. It's, it's with the whole coded, like code, recoded is just like a confusing, confusing game. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like the whole story just gets, like, really, really convoluted within well, it's, that. It's because they, like, introduce this whole... Digital world. The data world. And, Did you? and what they do when they do that is, like, we already knew that there's the realm of light and the realm of darkness. Right. And then, when they make the datascape, 
they go into it thinking like, oh, like this isn't real. But then, like, it's very heavily implied that the datascape is actually just like another realm, you know? It's like they didn't, they just sort of found their way into like, you know, its own separate universe in a sense. Um, and then in Dream Drop Distance, they enter the realm of sleep. So yes. I got four realms. And then multiverse <laughs> gets worse. Yeah, I know. Union Cross introduces the Unchained Realm, which may or may not be the Realm of Sleep and may or may not also be the Datascape at the same time. Jesus Christ. And this is the thing because, like, we don't, we just don't know, like, the true nature. Like, a lot of people initially think, like, because there's Dream Eaters in. Um, in Union Cross, originally called Unchained. And, which is why people are like, oh, it must be the realm of sleep that they're in. But, there's also stuff that implies, like, okay, maybe some of this is happening not hundreds of years in the past like we thought. Maybe it's happening... Within, like, the datascape. Yeah, like, or a datascape-type world. (coughs) I took a lot of water in here. Um... And part of the reasoning for that is because Maleficent shows up in, not the most recent, but like within the last couple updates of Union Cross, she shows up uh, having traveled back in time to this realm. And so now we have time travel. Well, we've had time travel well, since Well, yeah, Dream that's Dream. what I mean. We've had time travel since Dream Dream. And so she can time travel because of the fact that in Kingdom Hearts 1, Dark Riku unlocks her heart and... That gives her the ability to do weird stuff. stuff. Basically. And I just turned her off. And But again, but that that plot line also hasn't been resolved in Union Cross. So we don't know We haven't reached uh, the full extent of like what she's doing there. You know, she is aware of the fact that because she was the setup is that she was trying to go back in time to when Birth by Sleep takes place. Right. And somehow she messed up and ended up in the, the Union, Union Cross, Cross timeline. Timeline, yeah. Which is interesting because, again, the fact that it's a different dimension, technically. And the uh, Sleeping Beauty's Castle, what's the, the Enchanted Dominion that she like goes back to, is even within the world of Union Cross, like supposed to not be real. Because the whole setup of the Union Cross is that it takes place during the time of the Keyblade Blade War. War. And the Disney World that you go to are not the real Disney Worlds. They are illusions of the future Disney Worlds called into being by the Book of Prophecies. Which is an item that the Master of Masters, who may or may not be the whole puppet master of this whole thing, is an item that he had that mainly did two things like it could see the future or told the future within this book and it also had the power to bring future things into existence now so they call in these other worlds you go to explore those other worlds that's basically the whole that's the gameplay loop so the question is okay like how does she get into this other realm where Unicross takes place and which I guess I should actually spend that in more detail but also um 
like why is she being called into existence by the book of prophecies so her scene where she shows up ends with somebody off screen telling her that part of the reason again this hasn't really been resolved yet but part of the reason why she is there or not in the birth by sleep in chain dominion is because she's not allowed to change the past you know like that's one of the rules of time travel in the kingdom hearts world is you can't change things that have already happened which is weird because in kingdom hearts 2 the timeless river level is all about stopping pete from destroying the cornerstone of light but maybe that's something different so <laughs> union cross union cross union cross i'm gonna have to start playing this again um it's interesting so basically what happens in that game so like i said it tells the story of the keyblade war right so right. basically the keyblade war happens because there's the master of masters who gets six apprentices and he tells five of them there's going to be a keyblade war i've made the five of you and the sixth one but we'll get to him we I, the five of you are now keyblade masters here's your keyblades i made these happy birthday and each of you is going to lead a union and your unions are going to collect light called lux and eventually there's going to be keyblade war darkness is going to swallow the world sorry go have fun dealing with that and he gives like each of them their own role saying this is what i want you to do he tells one of them that there's a traitor amongst them and that it's his job to find out who the traitor is and the one girl is given the job of making sure that people survive the Keyblade War and that the world does not actually end. So what she does, and this is, this is where the whole extra dimension thing comes into play, what she does is she creates this group called the Dandelions and she creates five new unions that are supposed to succeed them after the Keyblade War ends. And the names of those five people that she's supposed to pick were given to her by the Master of Masters who again can see the future. Right. And we'll come back to him in a minute too so <clears throat> yeah so she oh, God, my so she somehow creates an alternate dimension where the keyblade work doesn't actually happen so union cross is technically actually the third version of this game just called kingdom hearts key originally kingdom hearts key tells the story of the keyblade war this is where some time travel trickery comes in right Kingdom Hearts Unchained Key, which was the version that we got over here, is essentially the same story, except at the ending, the Keyblade War doesn't happen. And you realize the reason why it doesn't happen is because of what, her name is Ava, Ava's plan was to create this alternate dimension to save people. She basically pulls a bunch of people out of the Keyblade War so that they don't die in the Keyblade War. And they are basically asleep in what they start calling the Unchained Realm, where they have to it's kind of like i guess like purgatory in a weird way where they have to like purge the memories of the keyblade war from themselves so they so you relive basically all the events up into the keyblade war and it doesn't happen and then union cross is what happens after that where the new union leaders have taken over and you as as the player you're not one of the union leaders you're you're the player who keeps having like flashbacks to the Keyblade War, even though to you it never actually happened because you've been 
spirited away to this other realm where the Keyblade War hasn't actually happened. So hold up. Yes. Questions. No, not a question. It's, it's kind of a theory <coughs> that because this, when whenever you introduce multiple universes, it gets complicated. First and foremost, same thing with time travel. So yeah, it's, it's, it's weird if their if their universes are just okay, so, separate levels of reality. You know, right? So let's let's say this: there was Kingdom Hearts Key, uh-huh. which is literally the story of the Keyblade War. Yes. And then there's this Unchained one. Yeah. Okay, where it doesn't happen and you're purging the memory of it. And the third one is the successors of those, but it's also an alternate dimension of the, the second one, correct? Uh, Unchained Key takes place in the same dimension. The The whole idea, though, is that it's retelling the events. So yeah. so if, you're, if you want to think of it as, like, Key taking place in the quote-unquote real world... Then the Keyblade War happens. Then the people who survived, the key, who fought in the Keyblade World but survived, now are. I don't know if they explicitly say sleeping at any point, but again, because of the existence of Dream Eaters and things like that, it sounds as if they're in the realm of sleep. So, an Unchained Key, you're in the Unchained Realm, reliving all the events up to the Keyblade War, and the Keyblade War doesn't happen. The part where they say you're purging your memories of the Keyblade War is in Union Cross where that event has been passed now and you're reliving memories of it as memories you know rather than like i guess i guess the distinction is like unchained key is it is technically a memory but it's a memory of like a thing that hasn't exactly happened yet you know the center point keyblade war moment has not actually occurred yet and then um union cross is okay that happened but like the union leaders know that it happened, but they're trying to convince everybody that it didn't happen, you know, and that like, oh, maybe they were wrong and the Keyblade War was never going to actually happen in the first place, you know. So that's kind of what's going on. Okay, never mind. So I was gonna say, no, no, still if, say because I mean, right? It's if this is still the... probably valid, <laughs> <laughs> this this Ava, yes, that's her name, correct? Yes. So she made a whole alternate alternate dimension mm-hmm. somehow. Right. Yeah, presumably with the Book of Prophecies. Right. Presumably. Does that mean when she created this whole new dimension that she also created a copy of herself? So that's sort of the the because original Union leaders are all implied to be dead. That they all died fighting in the Keyblade War. Okay. Because in the event that she did, this would be a never-ending cycle and there would be never-ending versions of this. Right. That was my point. Yeah. Like, oh, God. And that could happen. Well, I, and I, yes, but also, like, I wonder, because of the fact that, like, because if you think about it, like, when you're in the whole point of, um, like, okay, so I guess the best way to explain it is that, like, in the Kingdom Hearts mythos, there's been the repeated story of, in the beginning, there was light. And then darkness swallowed the world, and then the worlds... Well, So at the beginning, everything was one world, covered in light. And then it was swallowed up in darkness, but the light that survived in the hearts of children helped to rebuild the world, except it was still... It was then fractured, you know? So, like, imagine a world where, like, you know, Disney Castle and Halloween Town are, you know, just miles apart from each other rather than, you know, space. Separate worlds, yeah. So... 
the Keyblade, the original Key story, tells basically up to, and then the world will swallow by darkness. And then Unchained Key is essentially the process of the world's being reborn through the light in the hearts of children. And in order to do that, they need to basically purge the memories. Forget the Keyblade. Uh, yeah, because it's kind of like, like a, a major thing that happens in Coded is like they repeat this, like the thing that Nominee wrote in the journal, which is... Um, what is it like the hurting will be mended when you return to end it so like the whole theme of that is like trauma and you know like terra aqua and ventus in particular have like gone through so much trauma and it's kind of like sora is the only one that can end that end that basically so similarly union cross is like okay if we want to rebuild the world you know we need to get this trauma out of the memories and out of the hearts of the people that survived it, basically, is kind of what they're trying to go through. Um, complicating that, though. And this I don't, is the, I don't know if I'm ready for this. This part. is the part. This is the that we've been talking about it for uh, I don't know how many minutes. This was the part that made me be like, "Wow, this story is more important than anybody not playing it realizes," because two of the union leaders. All right, one person for sure is somebody that we know, and another person is very likely somebody that we know. So it turns out that Ventus is a union leader. Existing in this time is supposed to be at least 100 plus years before Ventus is supposed to exist. He is a Keyblade wielder, presumably a Keyblade wielder, we'll get to that, um, and the leader of these new unions, you know, the, the second ones that have survived. And he just kind of like shows up like he was not set up in the story at all. He just when when the five union leaders are supposed to meet in the aftermath of the Keyblade War. So there's two that you've been following for a while. You know who they are already. Third guy shows up or maybe Ventus shows up. But anyway, Ventus just walks in. And he's just like, oh, yeah, you guys can call me Ventus or my name is Ventus. You guys can call me Ven. And like Nomura has already confirmed like, oh, yeah, that is the same Ventus that is in the rest of the story. So it's just like, okay, but how? Like, what does that mean? Does he somehow time travel? Is, like, is this section of the un of the Unchained Realm taking place at more or less the same time as um, Birth by Sleep? As Birth by Sleep, you know, or, or sometime shortly after? You know, does Master Xehanort somehow get into the Unchained Realm and decide to take Ventus out of it to be his new vessel? You know, we don't know. Uh, and the other character—that's possible. I mean, if Maleficent gets into it, maybe. Why couldn't he? You know, I mean, if we're talking about just like wacky time loop stuff, you know, what if Maleficent recognizes Ventus and is like, "But wait a minute!" And she's just as confused as we are, <laughs> and she somehow pulls him out because you know, again, presumably, she got in and then gets back out somehow because unless that stuff happens before Kingdom Hearts or happens after Kingdom Hearts three. You know, we know she's in Kingdom Hearts 3 looking for the box, which I mentioned and haven't gotten back to yet, just like this story did. <laughs> Hoping that you forget about it so it shows up. So I'm going to get to the box because that's one mystery we know will be resolved in Kingdom Hearts 3. No more has said the box will be opened in Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, but the other person... It's got to be the key point. There's some theories. So the um, a couple of them make sense. Um, <laughs> so the other person who we should recognize is named Lorium. And Nomura has tried to dodge this one a little bit. 
but Lorium is definitely has to be Marluxia. There's like no way because if you take the X out of his name, you can spell Lorium. He's got pink hair. Um, and also this is the thing that I haven't seen a lot of people pointing out. So he his sister is a girl named Strelitzia, I believe is how you pronounce it, which is a flower. And his whole thing is flowers. Like, that's his motif. So... It's gotta be him. It makes sense. Like, like it's original. It has to be the same person. It has to be his somebody. Which raises a couple questions, because, again, all the Union leaders are supposed to be Keyblade wielders. Everybody in Union Cross is supposed to be a Keyblade wielder. So, was Marluxia, in a past life, a Keyblade wielder, and, like, lost that ability, and maybe that explains why he's so obsessed with getting one in Chain of Memories? That could be it. <coughs> excuse my coughing but like the one clip of him that I've seen like because he was in the first one of the first trailers for Kingdom Hearts 3 before I just bounced off of it like he's in it and he is back from the dead or something time travel who knows anymore at this point and talks about how like he is still loyally serving the organization you know so it's like like what what is going on with that character uh, the reason why I mentioned before the question of like what's Ventus doing there is he a Keyblade wielder I mentioned this to you before is like there's a not impossible chance that Ventus might actually be evil originally because so there's the five new union leaders like I said two of them we've been following for a while now so we can presume that they're innocent one of those other three murdered Strelitzia because uh, Marluxia's sister because she was supposed to be one of the union leaders originally she was chosen by Ava we know that for a fact. And somebody murdered her right before the Keyblade Wars happened. And because she was murdered before the Keyblade War happened, like, her heart, soul, whatever, was never saved in this other realm. So, like, she's dead and gone, and there's no way for them to bring her back at all. Um, so, Lorium, who proclaims to be her brother, is, like, looking for, like, what the hell happened to her. He doesn't know that she's been killed. The player does, though. And there's some evidence that Ventus might have been the one to have killed her because there's a moment where um, they're like debating something and they're like, well, what about the rules that, that Master Ava gave us? Master Ava gave us all rule books. And like Ventus like gets like angry about something that they're supposed to do. And they're like, whoa, dude, like it's in the rules. Didn't you read the rules? And he sits down. And he's like, oh yeah, I read the rules. I just didn't understand that part. And it's just like, did you, did you not have a rule book? Did you get in here because you maybe Kill. murdered somebody to get here? Who knows? Like, we're expecting him to be like a goody two shoes because he is a goody two shoes, you know, from what we know. But you got to think, like, Master Xehanort chose Terra as his vessel because he knew there was darkness in him that he could corrupt. You know, like, part of the story of Ventus as we know it is that. Master Xehanort said he made a mistake in that, you know, Ventus was, like, too nice or too naive, you know, but, like, what if he wasn't, you know? He, Master Xehanort splits all the darkness out of him and creates Vanitas, and he's just pure effing evil. So maybe that was in his heart, you know, at one point, and he straight up murdered somebody. Who knows? I mean, it's either that it's either him or this other guy named Brain that nobody really knows anything about. But one of the theories is that he's actually Zexian, which doesn't really make any sense to me. 
it's pretty much entirely based on the fact that his hairstyle looks the same. And Zexian is such a distinctive hairstyle. But I'm like, maybe just like Nomura likes that hairstyle, you know? Like, I don't know. I don't really buy that theory. Sorry if you buy that theory. And I, I'm not into it. Um, so that's the current state of the story. Um, talking about the box now, which yeah. is like my current obsession. So, <laughs> on top of everything else. I wouldn't dive too deep into it until Kane because you might see some spoilers. Like no, I've stopped. I've leaked. stopped. Yeah, I was gonna say. Um, I've as I'm done. Like you know, sometime tomorrow our time, the game is gonna be out in Japan. I mean, and I know that like the game leaked a month ago at this point. You know, and, and people have been ruining it for people, which is why I've like steered. Clear. Yeah, and I have not come across anything that like actually confirms anything. So everything is still just ideas. So the black box. So. I mentioned earlier that the Master of Masters, voiced by Ray Chase, who's also the voice of Noctis, fun fact. That's so cool. Um, the Master of Masters, who's a really fun dude, um, who wears the same cloak that the members of the organization wear, has six apprentices. Five of them become union leaders. The sixth one is a guy named Lucio, um, notably the only one to have an X in his name. X is an important letter in this series. He also wears one of the cloaks that the organization wears. You never see his face. Um, he's given a special mission by the Master of Masters. And his special mission is to take his keyblade and this black box. And he's told, never open the box. Um, but the Master of Masters tells him what's in the box. Because he asks nicely. He's like, can I just know what's in the box? And he's like, all right, I'll tell you. And but you're not. I'll yeah, don't ever. You, but, but don't ever open. Don't it. ever open it. Well, and then that, that's sort of the thing is is when he tells him like what's in the box, Lucia's response is like whoa, and then he goes but why, and then Master Master goes you'll see, which is like this big thing people focus on like what does he mean by that? Does he mean Lucia's going to be around to see what happens when the box is open? So the Master Masters can see the future, and the way he can see the future. Is through the book. Well, he wrote the book. Um, but maybe he found the book. I don't know. I presume that he wrote the book. Maybe that's confirmed. I don't know. Um, he has this thing called the gazing eye, which is his eye. He says, it's, it's, it's my own eye, that he puts in his keyblade. And he gives his keyblade to Lucio and says, wherever this keyblade goes throughout time, I right now will be able to see what it sees, and there, and because of that, I'll be able to see the future. So Lucio's mission is to just stay in the background, watch the Keyblade War, don't get involved, watch everything that happens, take the Keyblade with you, pass it down to your apprentice, make sure you tell them to pass that down to their apprentices, so that this Keyblade will last throughout time, and I'll be able to just see everything into the future forever because of it. It also keeps a black box with you forever. Um, <clears throat> what do you think happened to that Keyblade, Spence? Got stolen or lost. Nope, somebody has it. Who do you think has that Keyblade, Spence? Sora. Nope. Shit. Um, it's a very distinctive black Keyblade. Oh, Riku. With a giant the... eye in it. Oh, it's Riku. Well, Riku's Widowdon has a gazing eye in it, but it only has one because Master Xehanort's Keyblade is the same keyblade so somewhere along the line 
uh, Master Xehanort inherited this Keyblade from somebody, maybe Lucio, because again, who freaking knows how long this actually this timeline actually goes. Um, basically, the Master of Masters' plan to get this Keyblade passed down to people worked, and Master Xehanort has it. In a dream drop distance, um, young Xehanort has a line about how the Keyblade I will inherit is the most ancient Keyblade. Um, but yeah, that's how the Master of Masters sees the future with a Keyblade that, in the current point we are in the series, is still being used by Master Xehanort. Looks evil as hell. <coughs> and we still know what's in the box. One of the main theories for um, the Keyblade being in the box was that for a while, people had noticed that there's a bunch of locks on it, and it looked like there were 20 locks on the box. And they said that there's the Keyblade was split into 20 pieces. 13 pieces of darkness and um, 7 pieces of light. And... Like, that would seem to add up, right? Um, that theory amongst fans has since been backwalked to, okay, two of those locks may not have actually been locks. They might have been hinges. So maybe there's only, like, 18 locks on it. Which, to me, doesn't make sense. Like, that almost... Like, even if I don't necessarily believe the Keyblade theory is in there, um, like, it would make sense to have 20 locks on it. Like, you know, some random arbitrary number of locks doesn't really make any sense when we already know the number 20 exists, you know? Um, so, the, so the Keyblade being in there is one of the main theories. Um, I don't necessarily know that I buy it because it's weird. Like, we know that the Master of Masters made the Keyblades he gave to the Union leaders. He, like, drew them from their hearts inspired by the original Keyblade, so we know that he knew that it existed and maybe came into contact with it at some point. Uh, Nomura's only statement on it was that he is aware of its existence. Not that he owned it, not that he had it, not that he touched it, just that he knew of its existence. So, who knows if he had one and stuck it in the box. The thing that's kind of weird to me, though, is that, like, if he had it at one point, like, he lived in a time where he could have just been like, I'm just gonna go hop over to Kingdom Hearts real quick. You know? Like, he lived at a time where the world was completely in light. He could have opened up Kingdom Hearts if he wanted to, you know, possibly. Um, one of the other main theories is that the Master of Masters' own heart is within the box. Kind of like what Xehanort's trying to do by putting fragments of his heart into other people. That the Master of Masters, the box is going to open and his heart is going to into somebody else. And he'll possess them and come back to life or whatever you know uh that theory is also kind of weird because who knows like what he would want to do that for you know like xehanort's been very upfront about like this is the reason why i want to do this you know so to for to have somebody else be like well he's doing the same thing master xehanort does but we don't know why you know that's kind of the thing like no one really knows he's the guy is so mysterious and so much like and this is explained in union cross or in the original key um well, not necessarily any of that's really, like, explained. Like, so there's the, uh, what's it called? Unchained Key Back Cover, which is, like, a hour whatever cinematic movie that retells the essential story of Key from the perspective of the Union leaders because they're kind of in the background of the game that you actually play. And you can find out, like, what they're all about from watching that and then you actually get to meet the master of masters in that movie 
that's where there's all the moments where he says where he like tells everybody what their mission is that's where he gives Lushu the, the keyblade that's where he gives him the box and says don't open the box <clears throat> but have to go watch this. but we don't really know like what his plan is you know besides just and even like the union leaders didn't know what his plan was it's sort of the whole thing like he gave his five apprentices the book of prophecies warned them that a keyblade war was going to happen he gave Lushu a box and said never open this box take this keyblade with you forever and then he just disappeared and like nobody knew where he went they couldn't find him he was like just gone um now because of that one theory i came across recently that i thought was interesting is that maybe the master of masters is from a different time period himself and the reason why he disappears is because again the rules of time travel in kingdom hearts are a little you know but one of the things we do know is that like you can't stay in a different time forever like you eventually jump back to your own time you know so the fact that he disappeared off the face of the earth would seem to imply that maybe he wasn't from that time and he was zipped back to his own time you know wherever that was if that's if that's now if that's some other time period we know about if that's not a time period we know about you know like who can say you know right um you know, I mean, for all we know, he could be Sora, you know, and Sora is stuck in a, like, how tragic would Kingdom Hearts actually be if it turned out that, like, Sora or Riku or really any of the characters that we know are actually, like, stuck in a time loop where they go back into the past to try to prevent the Keyblade War or whatever, and then uh, they are the Master of Masters or something, and then they try to prevent everything, but then they just end up back in the same spot, you know? Who knows? No one knows. I mean, like, it sounds ridiculous, but it's equally, at this point, equally as plausible as anything else, you know? And <clears throat> this is going to infuriate you. Oh, God. Uh, again, I mean, Nomura could be lying. He's sort of joked about things before, so we don't know. But he said that the box is going to be open in Kingdom Hearts 3, but that the Master of Masters does not appear in the game. So does that mean Ray Chase voiced not Noctis? from the movie isn't going to be in the game but his true identity is in the game does that mean no version of him appears at all does anybody even know he exists you know we don't know and all this comes back to the fact that union cross is still ongoing the english versions of some of these stories that i mentioned are not even coming out until like july of this year i think is when the most recent one is supposed to come out you know like so it's out in japan but the english version isn't out yet you know so like that's why i make the joke that it's not important but incredibly important because like it can't possibly matter because not only have not a lot of people played it but a lot of people can't have played the whole thing because it doesn't exist in their language but also like obviously it is important because like why would it exist at all why would you introduce lorium why would you introduce ventus why would maleficent go back into the past if it didn't matter you know and why would this black box that is why is the black box that shows up why is the book of prophecies that maleficent's looking for you know like why do those things oh so there's a there's a there's a theory that (laughs) there's a theory that that um <clears throat> that Castle Oblivion like is the Book of Prophecies because of the fact that it has the ability to create worlds out of cards 
from people's memories. And in the original version of Key, more evidence, the original version of Key, uh, so like if you were to play Union Cross right now, you play with medals that you use, like to yeah. attack. The yeah. original version of Key used cards. So there's a big connection there. And the fact that maybe the Book of Prophecies and the and maybe even Black Box are either in Castle Oblivion or, you know, made flesh, who knows? Like somehow those things seem to be connected. And again, as I mentioned before, Ventus is locked away somewhere in Castle Oblivion that only presumably Aqua can get to, you know? So two, maybe three really big important things are hiding in this castle that we haven't seen in three games. <laughs> in the three main games. Yeah, I mean, it hasn't shown up at all in one, two, or three, you know? Oh, God. And in addition to, again, sort of adding more, like, this, again, is also, like, one of the things, like, it's important, but how can it be important? Because they've, so Larsine is also in Union Cross as a Keyblade wielder, presumably as a Keyblade wielder. We haven't seen her Keyblade. She has a Dream Eater like all the other Keyblade wielders do. We know she's a member of a Union. Uh, her name, I think, is Elrena, I believe, is how they spell her name. Uh, again, clearly her. Who else could it be? Her name is spelled that way. She's got the yellow hair with the little spikies. You know? But, like, they heavily advertised the fact that Marluxia and Larzine are coming back in this game. Like, they made sure to point out in the trailers... That they're know, both there. They're in the game. They're going to be relevant. a thing. They're going to be relevant. You know? And they were also the two that were like behind the original Castle of Oblivion conspiracy, you know, to get their own keyblade. You know, that was like their whole thing was they wanted to control Sora not for the goal that Zemnis and the organization wanted, but because they wanted the their power of a keyblade. You know, so did they have keyblades at one point and they can't use them anymore? Like that on one hand, like that doesn't make sense because Roxas could use a keyblade and he was a nobody. You know, is he able to use the Keyblade just because of the whole Ventus heart shenanigans? You know, Xion can use a Keyblade. She was kind of not even a real thing. You know, she was a puppet, a puppet made from Sora's memories. You know, so yeah, don't even bring that up because it's a whole nother. She's on the box art for Kingdom Hearts Three, so I know (laughs) she's gonna be in the game. Didn't she wait? Didn't she disappear at the end of she disappeared? She just yeah, she disappears at the end of Three Five Eight Days. Nobody remembers her. She pops up, I think at the end of Coded, she's in there. And she's at the end of Dream Drop. And she shows up at the end of Sora's story when Sora has a moment where he's like, my friends are my strength. And there's a shot where oh, it's yeah, him yeah. and all of his friends. Shion's in the background of that yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah. And I completely forgot about I think I texted you. Oh, wait, no, because you didn't finish that I game. I didn't finish it yet. Uh, and Riku talks to her on Destiny Islands when he gets like to the bottom of yeah. Sora's dreams. And he doesn't know who the hell she is, yeah. you know? Because, again, nobody knows who she is because they don't remember her because when she disappeared, they remember... Uh, she's also the explanation for how um, Roxas was first able to, to dual wield because when he, he like, absorbs her at the end of that game, then he goes and fights with Riku um, in the world that never was. And, again, the explanation for how Riku was able to call on his darkness and overpower Roxas is that, like, she reaches out to him through Roxas and is like beat this dude and Riku's like ah handsome it's like I know people are like oh Kingdom Hearts is such a mess like to me it's a fun mess like I really enjoy 
Like, I just want some answers, Because it's it. like, to me, like, yeah, it's sort of like a convoluted mess, but like, it's a convoluted mess I've been able to have in my head for, you know, 16 years. So it's not like, I can understand anybody trying to do this in the last year, forget it. Like, I can understand being like, oh my god, this makes no sense, this is hell. You know, that's why I said you can't start with the story of the Foretellers, that's the name of the Union leaders, I probably should have mentioned that earlier. You can't start with, with the Keyblade War, because, like, you're not invested in the idea of Keyblades yet, you know? You can't tell the story of Aqua, Ventus, and, and Terra because you're not you're not into that world yet. You know, you're not wondering why does Ventus look like Roxas. You know, like those are the questions that those games are supposed to answer. You know, and telling the story chronologically isn't always the best choice. You know, the story was not released chronologically. You know, it's like how I tell this is maybe a dumb example, but um, I tell people like if you want to read the Chronicles of Narnia, start with book two, which was the first book published. But if you buy a box set of them right now, the box set will say, number one, Magician's Nephew. Don't read that one. It's the origin of Narnia. But, like, it doesn't make sense unless you already know Narnia exists. You know? It mentions Narnia on, like, the first page. There's no sense of, like, discovery. There's no sense of, like, the magic of the world, basically. You know? Which I think is sort of how Kingdom Hearts works. You know, if you, if you try to explain the proper nouns, you know, before you get to the Disney stuff, basically, you know, you're gonna miss out on something. The only original characters in the first game were, you know, Sora, Riku, Kairi, and Ansem. Everybody else was pulled from somewhere else. You know, now there's there's more original characters than there are borrowed characters, but like you don't start with that, basically. Is my point. So, any other questions? <laughs> Want some answers? Which that's, is, all. that's all. I that's want what some I'm saying. Like I'm gonna Kingdom Hearts three. That's all. Like I'm gonna basically be quitting the internet for however long it takes because I don't want. I'm gonna be binge playing that. Anything oh. spoiled? What's today? <laughs> Today's Wednesday. The twenty third. Comes, comes out, out on Tuesday, the twenty ninth. The twenty ninth. So less than a week away. I'm yes. willing to bet I'm gonna have it finished by the first. It's like three days. I'm gonna do it. Three days. I don't have anything to do. I'm more than likely going to play it all day, all night. Okay. It's going to need a lot of coffee, <laughs> a lot of coffee, but I'm going to do it. Yeah. Uh, I'll, it's going to take I'll me a week at when most. I can, when I can, I'll have to find the time. When I, can I think it's it. going to take me a week at most. I mean, I'm sure it's a very well, long we don't game, even, but yeah, I'm going say, to We don't even know how long it is because he's referred to, Namura has referred to the game being bigger, you know, just in terms of like level scale before you even get into the story. And I'm I'm sure this game is just really long. Packed with story. information, yeah. You know? Like well, it's which taking to me I'm like how long? Great. Like I'm, yeah. I'm here for it, you know. I'm hoping that's what it is. Like I hope it takes me longer than that, but I really like because of the way that I am with Kingdom Hearts. I want answers, so I'm going to be playing it from start, yeah. just flying through it, not playing anything else. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to get all the answers, though, because for sure... Nomura already confirmed that there's going to be another series. Like Right, and that's what... I guess I didn't get, to, didn't get to say this before, but that's what I was going to say about Union Cross, is my, my personal pet theory is that this extra junk that we're not really sure what's happening with yet is going to... It's actually secretly set up for the next thing, you know? Like, the reason why the Master of Masters doesn't appear in Kingdom Hearts 3 is because, you know, he's going to be heavily involved in the next storyline, whatever that ends up being, you know? 
And but as for Sora's trilogy, <clears throat> this is going to yeah. Well, I mean, I can close. Like I, I can or, imagine, or this version of Sora, I should say. Right. I mean, I'm sure Sora will grow up some more. You know, I, I think that it'd be a lot of fans think would have a really hard time playing. I guess you know we've had Kingdom Hearts games without Sora in them, you know, but we had those with the promise of more Sora in the future, basically. So I think if to be like this is the end of Sora's story, you know. Like you gotta kill him off, basically, and I, I don't know, I can't see them doing that. I, but I can. But <laughs> I can totally see it happening, but I don't want it to. Happen. Uh, I'd be more know, upset if Riku wasn't in the game. Honestly, I like Riku. So. They uh, they've called it. Nomura's called this like the Dark Seeker Saga, you know. So as much as it is Sora's story, it's also Xehanort's story, the rise and fall of Xehanort, basically. So presumably, he's not gonna survive this game somehow, and. That's that's a whole other thing though. Like, how does this Xehanort, the same Xehanort that's in Birth by Sleep, yes, who does not technically appear in one or two, right, show up in three? Really, I don't. It's like <laughs> because he's back, right? So the question is like how and why. Well, so obviously we know why, but there's two different reasons. One is time travel. Right. Uh, but the other reason is that like this is actually him because they've established before in multiple games they've established this. I know that like Dream Drop kind of sort of wipes it aside, but they've which they, is why Dream Drop was like so confusing. They mentioned but. in a couple of the different games that like when a heartless is killed, its heart like returns to the person. Um, in the case of the organization, like Zemnus is a body without a heart. Ansem is a heartless that gained a body. So Ansem dies in the first game. Zemnus dies in the second game. The two of them now rejoin, rejoin and create into again. Master Xehanort. So the question, though, is why is Master Xehanort old again at the end of Dream Drop and presumably into Kingdom Hearts 3? Again, I, I don't know if I've seen him in any of the trailers or not. Maybe I don't. He is. Um, I mean, I'm sure he is. But in the teasers, like but, back a year and a half ago, I'm fairly certain he but, was in it. So the question is, like, why is he old again and not the Terra Xehanort hybrid that he was when he split himself in his Zemnus and Ansem? That's the thing that we don't know. You know, Master Xehanort at the end of Dream Drop says that he still has Terra under his control, but Terra's not seen at all. So we don't know why that is, you know? Does he just come back because that's, like, his preferred form? That doesn't make sense, though, because... His whole thing was he wanted Terra's body because Terra was so much younger. So we don't know. You know. That's the thing. There's just there's just questions that hopefully will get answers. I have a lot of questions, but a lot of theories as well. I don't know what's in the box. Oh, I yeah. think so so the the I mentioned I mentioned earlier that the whole thing with the and this might not even matter for Kingdom Hearts three, because again I think that Union Cross is to set up for the next thing but so like there's the foretellers and one of them is tasked with the mission of finding out who the traitor is amongst them um and but what he's told specifically and this is my theory only only works because of the wording of this and, and it's one of those scenarios where i don't normally get this you Deep. know this exact i guess on like you know the wording proves it but he's told 
you know, you will know the trader because they're the one who diverts from their assigned job, basically. So, and his job is find the trader. So, you know, so like one of them is told you're the leader, you're supposed to follow the leader, you're the one who's supposed to create the other dimension. Um, I forget the other person's job. Um, find the trader, and then Lushu is told keep the box. Keep the box. He's told keep the box and never look inside the box. My personal theory is that Lushu looked in the box, and he's actually the traitor because he broke his rule and looked inside the box. And it's also set up and implied that Lushu knows who the traitor is, so maybe he just admitted, I looked in the box, it was me. But you don't find out like what he says, because there's a point where he like confronts, Ava confronts him, finally, at the right before the Keyblade War starts. And... She's like, you know who the traitor is, don't you? And then, like, this is in Union Cross. And then, like, the game cuts away. And then, like, they come back. And she's just, like, shocked, you know, at what she's just heard. But, like, the player never finds out what he said. You know? I hate that. So, so much, <laughs> it's cheap. It's cheap storytelling. Um, but, and then the two of them fight. And then that's what starts the Keyblade War. And there's also, like, a line in the Book of Prophecies about how, like, the Keyblade War will start. Um <clears throat> Like, because of the traitor, I'm, like, I'm not explaining the, the words properly, so, like, I might be totally wrong there. But basically, it has something to do with, like, this is what will cause the Keyblade War. The traitor will do traitory things. And there's this whole line about, like, the one who bears the sigil. People think the sigil refers to the Procusion sigil, which is the letter X that is put in all of the members of the organization. It's what they slap onto Sora's body and Dream Drop Distance so they can track him. Lushu has an X in his name. So to me, it's like, it makes sense for, for him to be the traitor. The question of how, how could he possibly betray people he was not supposed to do anything to is, okay, well, he, he looked in the box. So if he opened the box way before it was supposed to be opened, you know, and whatever was in there came out and, you know, ate his soul or something, you know. <laughs> the box is going to be open in Kingdom Hearts 3. It's going to be empty. It's going to be Marcellus Wallace's soul. You know, <laughs> who knows? Like, it's... And that's what I said when I texted you. know, it's like, this is wild because there's all these weird connections to other stuff we know about that... We know nothing about. Like, may or may not be important, you know? And it will eventually be important, I'm sure, but like, Are we may not be important right now. You know, may not be important in one week from now. You know, there is also the fact, though, that they've said that the epilogue for the game is not shipping with the game because you didn't hear about this. So, so after the game leaked, which was physical copies of the game were stolen, and then the guy sold them all. Nomura said that they had not included the epilogue of the game on the disc so epilogue could mean like the secret movie that kingdom hearts always has it could just be like an after credit sequence um birth by sleep though has a full playable epilogue um the like remaster of birth by sleep has like a second playable epilogue so there's also the question of is this a video is this content we don't really know uh but they said that it's going to as a way for them to combat this specific type of piracy, like that is not shipping with the game and is going to be released at a later date. Now, what's a later date? To my knowledge, he hasn't said, oh, it'll be, you know, 
the Friday after the game comes out. Oh, it'll be day three. It'll be day two. You know, what if they're like, it'll be six months from now. <laughs> we'll be like Kingdom Hearts season pass. There's not a season pass, but like season pass update, basically. You know, kind of like what Final Fantasy 15 did in a way, where they will release character here's an extra here's an extra thing yeah here's here's the actual end of the game guys we know you've all had time to play it all time to think about it here's the ending of the game and also here's how it ties in a union cross and now all the questions have been answered you know i could could do that i could see it happening because kingdom hearts has never had a dlc and it's huge nowadays Mm -hmm. and i mean just in the pure fact that it's coming out on all platforms Mm -hmm. i could see it happening who knows I would think that like I'd be so they have they've had like a like pre-order <sighs> DLC like I feel like if they were going to ever do a season pass or some sort of paid DLC they would have had to announce it by now like there's there's no universe I mean maybe Square Enix would do it they've done some stupid things in the past there's no universe in which you could release Kingdom Hearts 3 Friday in Japan one week in here and then after that, especially if it's like an important epilogue piece, say, oh, by the way, give us 10, 20 more dollars to play the rest of Kingdom Hearts and not have the entire game industry just implode, you know? Like, it's it's too big. Yeah. That's too important to too many people, yeah. you know, to not even just talking about, like, Kingdom Hearts, I think, appeals to a lot more people than... We, you know, say sometimes, like, or you joke about Kingdom Hearts fans and about it being a convoluted mess, but, you know, it's got a huge fan base. Oh, yeah. A lot of them are very dedicated. A lot of them are more casual and might not even realize, like, what is happening if Square Enix were to try to make that kind of announcement. Yeah. A lot are a lot more dedicated. <clears throat> yeah, a lot more dedicated. <laughs> yeah, so I don't see that kind of thing happening. Um, if they were to do it, I imagine it would be a free update, but like I said, they have already said the epilogue is coming at some point in the future, you know. I think a lot of people are thinking, oh, that means the secret movie or, you know, like the Kingdom Hearts 2 ending cutscene. It's probably just going to be an update they throw in. I don't know. The weird, I mean, to me, I don't know, like, is, again, people talking about, like, oh, is there going to be a day one patch? We're gonna, we'll find that out, I guess, in, in tomorrow, probably, because it'll come out in Japan sometime, our time tomorrow. Uh, is, is there going to be, like, a day one patch? How big is it? Because, like, the game went gold, like, to me anyway, pretty far in advance of when I thought it would be. You know, you'd think that they would have been waiting until the last minute, you know. Like, I was amazed, I think a lot of people were amazed, to find out that there were already copies in circulation a month and a half ago. You know, like, yeah, that was coming directly from, like, the main distributor, basically. But that's still... In the modern era, anyway, you think, like, that's still a lot of time for the game. I think they finished the game, like, announced it was done, like, in the beginning of November, you know? Like, that seems to me like, that's a lot of time for you guys to just be sitting on this, basically, you know? So what could they be cooking up in the next two months that they had to work before the game came out? That patch. I don't know. Bug fixes? Who knows, man? We're gonna find out in a week. We'll be doing. I don't videos, know if I'm excited or just pissed. Videos like... every day. I'm excited. I'm still in disbelief. I'm just like you know, like the world is gonna end on Monday at 11:59. <laughs> I'm never gonna get to play the game. 
kicking myself. I'm like, you know, if I had stuck to my plan in high school to successfully learn Japanese instead of starting and stopping every six months like I have been for the last decade, uh, I would have been able to play this game tomorrow yeah. in Japanese. <laughs> and it would have been great. But it's not what happened, you know, and I'm just like, give me, let me get through next week. Let me get through next week. I'm still like, I'm still coming to terms with the fact that I thought it was coming out this Friday in the U.S. It's only in Japan. We gotta wait I had a whole, whole weekend planned, whole weekend planned. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I gotta, I am literally gonna just be off the internet, you know, except to post this stuff, basically. Because, and to talk to anybody who wants to talk to me about it without spoiling things. You know, because, like... I wouldn't... Mm, well, I mean, like, I mean, like, you know, I'm not just gonna be like, oh, I'm posting a video, watch my video, and tell me how great I am, haha. Huh? I mean, like, if people are gonna, you know, Engage, gonna talk yeah. to me about this. But I'm not gonna, like, I'm not even... I'm even nervous about, like, going into my own, like, YouTube subscription timeline, you know, where I'm like, I think I should be safe there, but... Yeah, no. Something could pop up, you know? Don't scroll, like, definitely don't look at the comment sections, you know? I'm, I'm gonna be off Twitter, I'm off Facebook, you know? Um, I don't subscribe to any, like, gaming subreddits anymore. Yeah, that, I gotta spoil it. I gotta stay off of literally everything, so, which is gonna be very hard. It's gonna be rough. But, not gonna hear from us but for I'll get a couple days. The, I mean, the, the, the from hilarious. Friday to Tuesday. The funny thing is, like, this didn't, like, I, I guess I didn't care this much, like, even when Dream Drop came out. I guess because, like, we talked about this before, like, when that game came out for me, I was like, oh, this is basically Kingdom Hearts 3, and they're trying to be funny by calling it Kingdom Hearts 3D. Because, like, it takes place after Kingdom Hearts 2. Right. It Like, literally, like, immediately afterwards, like, they, Kingdom Hearts 2, they get the letter, and they are responding to that letter at the beginning of Dream Drop Distance. Like, that's the connection. So, to me, it's like that, oh, this is Kingdom Hearts 3, but, like, I wasn't, like, nobody spoiled this game for me. Nobody, you know, um... And when Kingdom Hearts 2 came out, I was in, like, sixth grade. So, like, I knew people that played it, but there was no danger of me going online and having somebody spoil it. You know, I don't know if anybody even really... I don't know how bad spoiler culture was, you know, back then. Uh, but I nowadays... I wasn't really in those spaces, right? But now it's like, you know, there's, one slip there's no way I can't open up Twitter without seeing somebody talking about it, you know? And even in, like, I'm not even talking about, like, malicious people, you know? Like, I'm not going to tweet about it, you know? I'll be like, still having fun. Keep you guys updated. Still having fun, you know? But I'm not going to post story stuff, you know? I won't be like, oh, Marluxia Lorium confirmed, ha, 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 you know? Like, not going to do that. Because even good-natured celebration, I think, can ruin it for other people. Yeah. You know? So. Like, if anything, I'll just say, wow. Like, this is incredible. <laughs> or something like that, but. Yeah, I just. I don't know. I've been replaying, um, not like not like trying to finish the series because like I've played them all so many times anyway. But just like for my own fun because like I won it so badly. You know, like I'll, let me play something similar. So I'm, I'm playing Kingdom Hearts two again now, and I played through Beast Castle and was like, I'm just gonna wait for the third one. I don't want to play these dumb Disney levels. Uh, they're just rehashing the stories of these Disney worlds. I know this stuff already, and I like sort of angstily like stopped playing for like a week. And then I was like, but it's really fun, though. <laughs> I actually really like it. So I still went back and played it. So that's kind of where I'm at right now is, is thinking of 
am I going to like this game or not? I'm like, you know. Well, there's a lot. I'm going to have fun with it, no matter what. Even if they don't give me the answers that I want, well, I will have Do you know of the confirmed worlds already? Uh, I know some of them. I don't okay. know all of them. I mean, I might know all of them, but I don't know if I know all of them. Right, that's, that's so, the same page I'm on. Like, yeah. Like, as far as, like, the Disney levels go. Yeah, I know that, well, because from the very beginning they've had, like, Olympus is obviously the first level. I know they did Tangled and Throat and Frozen. Um, and then they announced Pirates of the Caribbean again when they announced the PlayStation that I bought. I didn't know that. Um, oh, yes, I did. And... Which is super cool, because that hasn't been since... It was in the second game. Yeah, it was, that was the second game. Um, it looks so different in this new one. Yeah. Um, I remember thinking, like, it is still impressive in Kingdom Hearts 2, how they sort of match the art styles. Next level in the trailers, even for this one. I'm excited to see what that looks like in the game. There's two main ones. Uh, and then there's Monsters, Inc. You're missing one. Um, I haven't seen anything from it, but I heard there's a big Hero 6 level. I didn't know that either. Well, sorry. Then I don't want to hear it, because I don't know if I know it. Is it a returning level, or... I like a whole new one. Okay, then I don't want to know if it's a whole well, it... <clears throat> it makes me mad. I might not know it. You should know it, because they make pops of it. The Disney World. It is a Disney World, yes. What does it say? So, Olympus... Tangled, Frozen, Toy Story. Yes, that's oh, what yeah. it was. Okay, Toy Story. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't, I didn't know about Toy Story. Yeah. Okay, that's right. The art style for Monsters Inc. and Toy Story looks really cool. Yes. Well, I actually saw a really great like side by side comparison of like Toy Story the movie versus Toy Story Kingdom Hearts, and, and it looks like for the like is you can't really compare the two because. You know, you could maybe you could compare like the pre-rendered cutscenes in Kingdom Hearts three to Toy Story the movie, uh, because the animation in Kingdom Hearts is a video game, so it's happening like in real time basically. Versus this is a movie, it's done, uh, but it looks really, really good and really close, and they did a really good job. And you know, if you don't look too closely at it, if you're not looking at a comparison, like your brain is just like, oh yeah, that's what it looked like, you know. And I think that's really impressive. Good job to the developers there. Definitely on that one. I'm excited to play the Big Hero Six level because, again, like I said, so I haven't seen anything for that one. I haven't either. But I heard that that they were doing one. Um, oh wait, I did hear about it. I heard because they don't announced they that one anything. a while ago. I don't. But think, they yeah. didn't show anything. Yeah, I, yeah, maybe the last trailer did, but I watched. I did not I watch, watch it. it yeah. So I don't know. I've seen no screenshots. I've seen stuff for Frozen, um, Olympus. Yeah, Olympus was like the first thing they. Well, yeah, because entangled. of the big rock titan. Yeah, but cool. Yeah, Big Hero Six is like. I never watched the movie. It's super good. Maybe my favorite modern Disney movie. Big, I know. Big. Bold statement. Bold statement there. Um, maybe my favorite modern Disney movie. Really good. So I'm excited to see what that's like. Hanging out with my buddy Baymax. <laughs> Yeah, we've been talking for too long, so Holy we should probably shit, stop. Yeah. That's um, what I was checking. <laughs> it's probably going to be a summon, though, like like how Stitch was. What if they... No, he's got to be a party member, so you can write him. Oh, yeah, there. actually, that would be, that would be they cooler. Have, that would be cooler. I, I saw from the Toy Story level that you can have... They have Woody, Buzz, and Donald and Goofy in your party all at the same time, so you don't have to like take somebody out anymore, and you can get an extra person, even. So that is dope. 
I'm excited. I'm very, very excited. And this 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 conversation didn't help at all. Because <laughs> now I'm just more confused and I want more information. And it's just like building my... You're not confused. You're intrigued. <laughs> a little bit of both. That's how I feel. Anyway. Yeah. Like, I, like my brain actually hurts right now. Like I'm, I have a headache from trying to process all of this right now. Like literally when I when I caught up on the Union Cross stuff, I like texted a bunch of people that I know that have played Kingdom Hearts. And I'm like, have you played Union Cross? So I'm like, like do you know what's happening? Just because I was like, I couldn't believe that nobody had talked about this. Oh, it's on my phone. And people and have I've, like, I've played some of it, but I, you know, well, because like it, it, some phone game. It's a phone game. It didn't seem important, and like the plot takes like like a long time to get to the actual plot. Exactly. You know, which is why they made like the movie version. Which I but didn't that know doesn't existed. get into all this new stuff, you know. So like, I, I didn't know existed. like I wouldn't be surprised. Tell me the look at that. Um. You can, you can watch it tonight if you want. It's in it's in the two point eight case. Oh, it is. Um, so, which is, if you haven't played that, you should play that as well because it's like a prequely to three in a way. Okay. Um, it's Aqua's. It's what it was like. What Aqua yeah, was yeah, doing yeah, all the time. Yeah, in the world, um, world of darkness. Or the ending, super great. Just saying, super great. So, but it's but it's short, so you can, you can reach through it. Um, what was I saying? Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if they did a, another Kingdom Hearts Key Union Cross movie that sets up all this, explains, plots out all this new stuff because of the fact that, like, they clearly know that not everybody is playing it, you know? Like, how much of it they explain at the beginning of it, you mean? Like, in the beginning of Kingdom Hearts 3, you mean? No, I mean in terms of like they made the back cover movie to explain the plot uh, of the plot of Unchained. Right, Team. because they know that so, so many people. So I wouldn't be surprised if they did the same thing for Union Cross at some point and made a movie version. So this movie's in two point eight. Yeah, this movie is is one of the things that came in there. So two point eight is the Aqua story. Right. It's the PS4 remake of Dream Drop Distance, and it's the movie um, key back cover, which is like the story of the Foretellers. So. I guess he's doing that for Union Cross to explain who the hell Lorium is. And is he Marluxia? He totally is. Why is Maleficent here? Who is that shadowy figure who kills Trilitzia? Who's the master of masters? Right. But Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out in a week. I don't know. That was a really long talk. It was really really late. Yeah. You you made me actually think one last thing. Um, I don't know what they're going to... I'm amazed. Not amazed. Really interested to find out what they're going to do to set up the story in the beginning of the game because again playing through Kingdom Hearts 2 that game just assumes that you've played Chain of, Me- Chain of Memories yeah like it does not do does not care if you haven't played Chain of Memories does not pause for a second to explain what is happening you're just supposed to know and I'm really scared I guess for people that are just jumping in or without playing Dream Drop or who played 1 and 2 yeah especially well that point especially is interesting because like Dream Drop ends on a cliffhanger like it literally ends with you know we gotta do this stuff we gotta get these people and then you know actually it might be actually 2.8 um after you do uh Aqua's thing there's like an extra cutscene which is Sora going to Olympus Coliseum um, which is, we know, the first level of Kingdom Hearts 3. So it's like, when are you going to tell people starting this game for the first time, you know? Like, is there going to be a 
click this button to find out what you need to know starting the game thing. You know, Hell no. Of or course should not. you just dive in and you know figure it out as you go? I mean, that's what I'd recommend. Just jumping in. But okay, so this talk has been going on long enough. If you stayed until the end, listen to all the first stuff and the Kingdom Hearts stuff. Congratulations, you win internet points. Uh, if you listen to just the Kingdom Hearts stuff, then also thank you for listening to all that because I haven't checked that the time yet. Up, uh, but that's the bulk of the time. I think uh, we've been going for an hour and forty-five. Yeah. yeah. So an hour, an hour of just Kingdom Hearts talk by itself. So uh, probably a little bit longer. I think we only took about the rest <laughs> for like a half hour at most. We'll find out when I when I go to cut it. But anyway. Uh, yeah, thanks for sticking with us, if you stuck with us. Uh, if you didn't stick with us, you're not hearing this. But, um, yeah, we're going we're gonna to keep doing more of these. Maybe we'll have some Kingdom Hearts stuff. Um, some spoiler talks, some not spoiler talks, just because we're both going to be playing it. We're going to be talking about it anyway. Oh, yeah. And that's going to be it. So, yeah, you guys know what to do. Um, like this video on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel for more stuff. Um, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Leave us a review in iTunes. Apparently, once you get 100 of those, you are like a real podcast or something. I don't really know. I hear people talking about, like, oh, you got to get 100 reviews to for Apple to care about you. Pretty much. Um, and all I want is Apple to care about me, obviously. <laughs> but that's going to do it. I swear I'm going to wrap up now. Uh, I'm Alex. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex Strine. I'm Spence. Uh, do you have my- a solo Twitter? I don't. Um, we are at Believe the Love G1. Yes. We don't do much there yet, but I'm sure that this is going to be tweeted and stuff. So, oh, yeah. uh, and we we will tweet non-spoiler Kingdom Hearts reactions, only comments about people's outfits. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's it. So, thanks for sticking around, and we'll see you all next time. Bye.